Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. I'm super excited to get into Scooby-Doo Camp Scare from 2010. But first, let's introduce your panel, including myself. I am someone whose favorite moose is the Miska Muska Mickey Mouse instead of Camp Big Moose or Little Moose. It is the Brazilian Dragon, Felipe, and I am not alone. She may not be named Tayo Cruz, but she is always dynamite. It is TikTok Nicole, if you nasty, but her government name is Nicole Horn. How are you doing, Nicole? <laughs> Me when I forget my last name. <laughs> I, I was like, have you, is your, because some of my co-hosts, their last name, like you can find it, but they don't always like leading with their last name. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure your Twitter says your last name. Um, I think I changed out my last name for that sneezing emoji. Like you can tell now I'm uh, mucusy. Yes. I'm always mucusy. So I have to, you know, represent. I do I think, and you're representing. Yeah. I mean, if the girlies are like keeping up with me on Instagram or Facebook, I feel like since those are connected, you get my last name. That's, that's fine. Episode you were on, I think it said your last name, but um, you know what? I'm rebranding. You're rebranding. You're you're behind the secret. The real homies know. Um, and you know, you behind know. the secret today is a whole lot of camp stuff. So we <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. Yep, Scooby Doo. I've been wanting to get back on it since last summer, and obviously. I didn't fulfill a promise, but this is still season two. We're just uh, very delayed. We had a little hiatus, but we're back and we're going to- It happens we do to stuff. the best of us and the worst of us. It do be happening. It do be happening. Yeah. Um, and I'm the worst but, of us, so I would know. As long as you're not the last of us and there's no fungus zombies out here. But Period. did you see that, that there's like the fungus, like there was like some someone mentioned at an open mic that there's like the fungus be attacking. And I'm like, I'm not mentally prepared to do another pandemic. No, no, that's literally like when you tell the story at Camp Little Moose and then like the monster comes to life. That's genuinely like what yeah. The Last of Us is doing. It, it was inspired by Scooby-Doo Camp Scare. Period. Pedro Pascal deserves, uh, needs to get some of his coin to Scooby-Doo. Period. Yeah. Um, but we can't do a camp podcast without our camp rock expert. We've talked about two different camp movies before. Let's just add a third one, Nicole. Um, Why not? I'm triply camp, you know? Yes. So which of the Camp Rock cast members would be at Little Moose and which would be at Big Moose? Well, we already know that Tess would be running Camp Big Moose like the fucking Navy. And who would be at Camp Little Moose? Mitchie Ooh. probably. Her, she, her mom would probably be Probably Mitchie. Like Scooby-Doo and Mitchie would be uh, co-chefs. Co-stew-chefs. <laughs> Making chili. Oh my god. Who do you think would enjoy the chili most from the Camp Rock Cinematic Universe? From the Camp Rock Cinematic Universe? Probably one of those, like, drummer dudes. Like, yeah. the drummer dancing dudes. I could also see Anna Maria Perez the Taglia. She, she, I feel like she probably would slay hot ones. Yeah, no, she would fuck with the chili. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first up, actually, this was rude to meet Nicole, how have you been? We last heard you on the most recent podcast, but that was recorded two months ago. So how have you been? What's new in the life of Nicole? I mean, I've been chilling, talking shit, hanging out with my friends, um, bearing the cold of New York. I'm hearing you complain about the rain in LA, and I'm like, BFFR, be fucking for real. Listen, I feel like I can complain only because I have lived through worse. Um, but yeah. uh, these LA people, they be a little babies. Like, because I'm complaining for in terms of like, this is not what I moved here for. 
But these people are just like, how dare Mother Nature? And I'm like, listen, weren't y'all complaining about a drought? Now we're only 9% of the state is in a, in a drought because of all this rain. <laughs> I mean, not to stereotype, but like everybody in California, LA, like they survive off of like wheatgrass shots and kale. Like this is going to be the thing that sets them that off. Their tempers probably, the they're hangry. They're hangry. You went straight for Max Dawson's neck. <sighs> I didn't name anyone in particular. I just generalized. Yeah. But uh, we have chatted about Scooby-Doo before, but just reset for the audience. We talked about um, the one in Tokyo. I forget the name. Samurai Sword, I believe. Um, of course. How could we forget? Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo history. Um, and I'm going to look up uh, what you thought of Scooby-Doo and the Samurai Sword right now. Um, I think I enjoyed the samurai sword. It was, I mean, loved the the, the Tokyo scenery. That was a, that was a sleigh. In terms of Scooby Doo at large, um, wasn't the biggest Scooby Doo fan growing up, but I love a mystery. Um, yes. I'm a big Clue girl. I mean, some of the things in Scooby Doo, I'm like, this is so like beyond belief, which I think is fun. I'm like watching this episode alone or this movie. I was like, these people should have died on so many occasions. And the fishman is like going for the jugular and the woodsman's going for the jugular. Like this one was a little violent, but usually when they're just like running around the building looking for the monster with no axes involved, I'm like, oh, this is cute. I get into it. But this one, I was like scared for my life. Period. Uh, Had you ever experienced Camp Scare before? Was this a first time outing? First time viewing, a lot of the ones that came out, this was like when I was in middle school, this came yeah, out. This so I wasn't really, yeah, I wasn't on my my Scooby grind. It was probably more like when I was watching Cartoon Network those days. Yeah. Uh, but you have been having a Cartoon Network renaissance. If you listen to the last podcast, Nicole did uh, burn through Samurai Jack recently. Um, <laughs> it's cl- It's a classic. As it is. It is. Indeed. I feel like it's for all ages. It's a cartoon, but like, I was ages. enjoying what did Guillermo del Toro say at the Oscars? Animation is, he said, animation is for everyone. Animation, quote, Guillermo del Toro, because I'm going to mess it up. Oh, um, yeah, we could never disrespect Guillermo. He, you know he's listening. Yeah, animation is not a genre for kids. It's a medium for art. It's a medium for film. And I think animation should stay in the conversation. And so that I said, period. I love that. I feel like we need a period tracker. A period tracker. We need <laughs> that's, that's an app that I do not have on my phone, but I do know some people that I know have it. D- delete it. It's tracking. It's sending your data. Oh, yeah. I did hear about this, but this is not news AF. This is a Yeah, but like, tracker. no, we need a tracker of how many times we say period. Yes. Um, <laughs> also known as a period tracker. Noir. You and AJ noir, were saying the noir, noir tracker. quite a bit on I the I feel like I haven't tracker. said it a lot. Oh, I said it a lot last time. I was really Australian in the last app. Nor, um, nor indeed. Uh, I I'm so excited to talk about. So my uh, Scooby Doo history with this movie, uh, I had never seen it as a kid, but oh. five years ago, the day that I was moving out of my dorm, I could not sleep well, or it might not have been the day I was moving out, but it was like right around after I had finished my finals, just kind of like chilling in the dorm for a couple of days before my dad was able to like post finals era. Yeah. Uh, so I put this on at like six in the morning because I was up late. Okay, pulling an all-nighter for no reason at all. Um, and Self-care? I, I also Who? knew I was going to go work at a summer camp. It was a very toxic summer camp, but we can talk about that off here. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let me get in the camp spirit. Let's watch some summer camp content. Um, so I put this up on my TV um, and watched it. And I was like blown away. I remember really enjoying it. And I still enjoyed it. I think because I knew 
I didn't remember everything. I knew some of the twists because it has been five years, which makes me feel old and geriatric. And my back hurt just saying that out loud that I was a I'm calling AARP right now. Yeah, I'm going to IHOP to get my uh, my 65 plus. Senior discount. Senior discount day. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but I remember enjoying this movie. And just in terms of the last movie, I do have, I have noticed that the animation has continued to evolve in this way because... Uh, Abracadabra Do was the first movie to have this newer style of animation. Um, and specifically with Camp Scare, because I don't remember this as much with Abracadabra Do, but the the color palette was very fun. Like, I think there was a lot of fun. It was giving a little bit of Total Drama Island with the higher budget. Yeah, it was yeah. also like the canyon stuff was so beautiful, so gorgeous, some of the sunset stuff. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. And let's talk about this voice cast. What a stacked voice cast. Do you want me to read the names or did you do your research and saw it? I, don't I did reading. some research. I mean, Matthew Lillard coming back to voice, uh, to voice Shaggy. What a what a get. Yeah, I mean, when when Casey Kasem died, uh, they like I think he was like the replacement for quite a while until they did that whole Scoob movie, um, and then the the entire original cast was frustrated that they like the live action cast that they didn't get calls. So I think uh, Matthew Lillard no longer works with uh, Scooby Doo stuff, but he he's a great Shaggy. Oh, he's the Shaggy. Like he is in like my brain. Like that is Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, but Mark Campbell was in this as uh, Deacon Babyface Beretti. We also got him as the store owner. Uh, D. Bradley Baker talked in this. King. Like I, I know him just as like Perry the Platypus or as Gary, but like he's just usually animal voices. But he was actually Ranger Nudson. No way. Um, the dirtiest, skankiest bitch on this planet mm-hmm. in all of Little Moose. Uh, we got Lauren Tom, who uh, was, she was like Jinx and Gizmo in Teen Titans. Oh. Uh, she's like, uh, she was Celia Mack and Andy Mack, which I have not seen, but I do know was revolutionary for Disney Channel for having uh, the first discussion of a gay character. Um, also, like, I think the woman who plays Andy Mack is going to be in some new Disney Channel movie. Um, okay, Slay, get your yeah. bag. Yeah, and I'm excited. Like, Lauren Tom, I know the name for sure. She was also in Batman Beyond uh will davis if he's listening he'll recognize her from uh min and connie uh from king of the hill she was also slay you know the king of the hill head you are you and will davis gotta gotta no i love king of the hill i have a picture of bobby in my living room that says that's my purse should we get should we get the dragon babies into uh king of the hill rewatch nicole horn and will davis we have to do like four episodes at a time because it's like oh, you a can do like a season catalog, at a time catalog. If you yeah. want to. King of the Hill retrospective. I mean, it's kind of deep. Like one of the characters, like partners, dies in one of the earlier seasons, and like that had me crying. That like, I mean, it's deep. We stand some like fun shows that like get into deep topics. Um, and then lastly, uh, we I want to talk about the fact that like we have two of the teen titans in here right so we have uh we have robin and a raven as uh trudy and luke so tara strong is trudy classic timmy turner girly love um, her oh, was robin he's luke not familiar with robin but tara strong like timmy turner is like my guy so tara strong you can hang out with me you can always sit at my table tara strong yeah oh who is steven root in succession Wait, wait! Oh my goodness! No, like, I'm only, I'm only... season two, but Stephen oh wait, Root I is... just finished season two. Oh, it's so oh, good! But we have are to you watch also trying to watch season... so you can be part of the conversation. 
I can't have FOMO. Like, I need to be a part of the Sunday TV event on HBO. Like, I can't do, like, I didn't watch Last of Us. Like, I'm ready to jump in. Give me yeah. Succession. I want to oh, be there he's, for the he's cultural in the event. Season. Okay. But he okay, was so I don't know the racist dad in, um, <gasps> in Get Out. <gasps> be fucking for real. Yeah. And Phil Lamar, That's obviously. Crazy. And then our main cast, Fred, Frank Welker, Matthew Lillard, Mindy Khan, and uh, Great Alisle. Um, or as she's known these days, Great Alisle Griffin. Uh, oh, who, Azula, Daphne, uh, she she's like in a lot of stuff. But uh, Nicole, should we get into the plot recap? Of course, of course. All right, so it's a lot of plot. Like this a was a plot. story. Like yes. you need like a master's in English literature to understand yeah. what was going on because there Did were you clock it was the there baddies? was what? Did you clock the baddies while watching it or no? I mean, like the fact that every woman was designed as a cartoon to be really thick—is that what you mean? <laughs> No, but I like that interpretation. No, uh, the the bad people and the like the, the culprits. Oh, not the baddies. I mean, I clocked them in the credits. Oh, you thought I said bad bees, like bad bitches. I mean, Jessica clear... and Daphne and Velma. No, they were all looking hella slim thick. Not Trudy. That's a child. Oh, I thought you meant like in terms of solving the crime. But oh, oh. no, no. We need Eddie, to get, we're having on. a miscommunication right now. And we're moving we need on. to go to couples therapy so we can become better podcast couples. <laughs> we need to work on our communication. <laughs> I right. was around uh, a podcast and audio yeah. medium. Imagine if there were a podcast therapy. <laughs> Podcaster oh, therapy. I would have been uh, there a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Woodson campfire story from Bert and Daryl. We find out that the woodsman attacks the Camp Little Moose. And uh, then we get the opening credits. Uh, what do you think of the opening credits song and the cartoon style that they had? What I love about the opening credits and all the music in the movie is that it was just like, it's summertime and we're in the sun and we're gonna go outside because it's summer and we're happy. So like, I love the little animation, but as I was listening to the lyrics of the song, I was like, I could have wrote this. A seven-year-old could have wrote this. But get your bag, musical producer of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and like, they all had summer camp vibes. Even the score was like very like, oh, this seems like a summer camp like uh song on the on the bugle whatever um, instruments they're playing i'm no musician you're no musician but you do love music you appreciate the art i'm a music appreciation week that's for me i'm like the biggest yeah. advocate uh, and then we get uh the gang is gonna be counselors fred is super excited because this was his summer camp that he went to um so uh we get them going on their way fred is super stoked he's like i'm gonna be a mentor to all these children they're gonna become like me and if you're a fan of the scooby-doo and scooby snacks and chats podcast uh kate would always dunk on fred so i i could just imagine that she'd be worried for all these children so for real like who wants to hang out with a narcissist all summer i don't want a narcissist training the youth yep um he's one of your favorite cartoon himbos though if i do believe no, because, like, his sexiness outweighs, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, um, he can say whatever he wants. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Daphne, Daphne, uh, she was there, and they were all getting supplies right next to the Camp City Museum with the store uh, owner. And he tells them uh, to uh, come back anytime if they want to learn more. And we basically Always get good to have knowledge. Right? Uh, stay in school. Uh for like, uh, and sorry, I lost my train of thought. Barb, um, stay in school. Um, so uh, yeah, so Knuckles, sorry, not Knuckles. This is not the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. I just can't <laughs> read my own handwriting. 
Uh, it's the multiverse. Are you a Sonic girly, Nicole? Nah, nah. I think you would have Mario fun girly. with the Sonic movies. I, I probably would. Like, they're all so goofy and camp. And like, yeah. you know me, I love camp. You love camp. Clearly. Camp Scare, Camp Rock, Camp Rock 2, the, the final jam. Um, but so we basically, uh, they drive by and they see that Big Moose camp is fancy. And they're like, ooh, this ain't going to be that bad. Um, and but psych, you're going to Little Moose. Yeah. And it it's sucks. Very, it's very haves, have nots. Um, and Fred is super stoked. Um, and he sees his old counselor, Bert. And they do the little uh, Camp Mo- Little Moose uh, sing-along activity how, how handshake initiation yeah. welcome the chant the chant i like that the little uh the little song they do yeah. but uh, the song just goes from survivor the amazon <laughs> like i need camp. <laughs> camp um so uh what did you think of this and how the uh, the camp the council was like i would recognize that ascot anywhere they're really going hard with these um i wouldn't say double entendres but they're like leading you a certain way i recognize that ass scott anywhere yeah remember when i went up creek uh the schmidt creek and everyone was like oh like you're getting a little dicey there yeah with this this, uh with the script choices do you remember in toy story 3 when barbie went up to ken it was like nice ass ass scott (laughs) um me me at work i'm tour guide barbie huh i like your uh, ass scott easy joke um so uh we get daryl he's like go leave goodbye i'm going to big moose and i don't yeah, blame him daryl got scared him. off by, by the woods got the budget yeah no yeah go to big moose they got uh the state-of-the-art dining hall they got air conditioning they, they don't have DME, mosquito bites everywhere energy. yeah they're way it's less, like, they're like 75% less sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> 75% less sweaty. Oh my God. Summer camp, when you don't have air conditioning and it's in the middle of the summer, like who who enjoys that? That sounds terrible, but it clearly it gets what's his face hard. It gets Fred hard, so. <laughs> With his little moose? With his little moose. Um, so uh, this is going to be a reference that you probably won't get. The TV show Chaotic from childhood. This was giving like Chaotic, the, the big dome that they have in Camp Big Moose. If anyone gets this reference, please tweet at me. Uh, I don't. Nicole <laughs> Sorry. was not a little nerd. Nicole had boyfriends after her in middle school. Uh, <laughs> whereas I was a nerd watching uh, cartoons until like and taking bubble baths or something. Uh, oh, I do so. love a bubble. I love a bubble bath to present day. So, But you got to rinse off queen. After, right? Yeah. Okay, you're not a heathen. Good. Good to know. Um, now uh, we see the three campers, Luke, uh, Trudy, and Deacon. We also see that Nudson, uh, Knudsen, as trying to cancel the camp, and he's really into Velma. Yeah. No. Like the fact that it wasn't all about Daphne for once. Like Daphne couldn't even believe it. He's like, she's he's not hitting on me, the hottest, most gingeriest woman in the world. Listen, yeah. we're like. Uh, not to be a creep, like I was into Daphne as a kid, but there were scenes in this movie where I was like, Daphne, Velma is thick. Oh, sorry, oh, Velma we're too. going a yeah. different way no, with that. Yeah. They were both, they were both very hot in this movie, but like Daphne, mm. uh, <laughs> not to but be, but her personality, you know, Heigen's butterface, but, but her personality. <laughs> uh, so what did you think of the three campers, Luke, Trudy, and Deacon? 
so when I saw Luke show up, I was like, oh, this man, this child is going to make Fred question everything about himself and make him feel really insecure, which I think is funny and speaks to Fred. Trudy, I'm like, oh, we know what we're going to get with her. She's going to like be that girl that like doesn't want to be there. She wants to go play with her gadgets and she shuffles right along like she doesn't want to be there. And Deacon, that was the wild card. I was like, is are we like supposed to make fun of him because he's chubby? Like, I don't know what the where they were yeah. going with that. So I was like, I was on yeah. my heels. I didn't know where the shoe was gonna drop. I'm like, is this fat phobic? No, I mean, like, they're like as as a fatty, like we should not be in summer camp. We should be at home uh playing video games. <laughs> like the fat phobia for me, like, I mean, <laughs> there's a reason we're fat. The it's sweat, the sweat. That's why we explicit we it's exclusively sweat. Um, like yeah, Let's keep us at home where we belong because we're gonna slow down everyone's hikes. We're gonna slow down everyone's like activities. We are not gonna be good at soccer or whatever. Like just this this is for let the fat kids be fat at home. Period. <laughs> Period. Count up to ten. Um. <laughs> uh, so uh. Yeah. So. Uh, Deacon, I remember that he was the bad guy. I didn't remember Knudsen was involved. I thought, um, Ricky LaRue was still alive or whatever. Um, oh, geez. I, I was like, whenever the police officer shows up, I'm like, oh, he's guilty. Ica. I don't know why. Maybe they cabin me, you know? 11. <laughs> Here, I'm going to start, uh, doing the little, uh, counters. Period count. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. See, I just uh, made up and I just, uh, assumed it was at least probably. ten um so uh they all start doing camp activities they do the zip line are you a zip line girly um i like a zip line as, but i need to know how i'm getting off the zip line before i do it because yeah. when i used to my grandparents lived close to a resort so we'd like go for the guy when we visit them and they had a zip line there but to get off the zip line you need to do like a free fall from like 60 feet in the air and that was always terrifying like i probably wouldn't do that as a 24 year old like i did it when i was a teenager that's scary there so only if i know that like i'm gonna be on the ground as soon as i'm done uh there were there were things that i did as a teenager i was like why like this is like it maybe was fun but it's like why was i like being so chaotic like this i as an adult i respect myself more but also it might be like also related to my ocd that's like <laughs> why did i do this dirty stuff when i could have just been taking showers and like laying in bed binge watching TV. No, that's so I, valid around outside bro i've crawled over and under fences like why why i could have just went to bed at a reasonable hour and not had to jump over or under a fence maybe i wouldn't have as many mental health issues if i was just like maybe no i might have more also though if i was a bubble yep, boy yep 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 as you, if you like embrace the ocd as a young child yeah. and you're just like polishing your doorknob i saw a photo recently as a 10 year old wearing air monarchs and i was like my parents need to go to jail for this <laughs> but I also don't believe in jail um, because I don't believe in the police. So, <laughs> period. Um, but like, I was like, who let me? Who let me wear these old man white shoes? <laughs> old white man shoes. <laughs> Messed up my joke. I'm sorry oh. that the shoes of my people are not good enough for you. You're not an old white man, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm basically an old white man. Get off my lawn. <laughs> your your um your Dinkelberg. <laughs> Justice for Dinkelberg. He didn't do nothing. You know, Will explained to me, Davis Common Will, your future podcast co-host, explained of course, to me why of course. he's called Dinkelberg because he's a dink. And I was like, what's a dink? And I was like, a double income, no kids. I was like, what? 
It is a word. <gasps> wow, that's so smart. Damn, I hate the fact that Timmy's mom and Timmy's dad probably regret having Timmy. That's why he's always yelling, Dick Goldberg. Because <laughs> he's jealous that he's not, not knows kid running around. Listen, I feel like not there's being so many, parented. There's so many Trevor's treasures to under uncover if you Trevor's rewatch. to uncover. Trevor, shout out to Trevor Wagoner. Trevor Noah. Him too. Um, but uh, treasures to uncover if you go into the Fairly Odd Parents universe. And I think that is something that I am going to do one day. It's um, lore. It's lore. The lore, yeah. But let's get back to the Scooby-Doo cinematic universe. So Scooby-Doo is attacked by the woodspin at night. Um, and then everyone's chill afterwards. Uh, we get an early morning wake up and Fred needed to be dropkicked just for this. Do not no, wake me up early for no reason. For no reason to go swim in a stinky lake, Fred. I know you're excited, but you're you're at a ten, and you need to be at a negative six. Lower that little moose, my boy. Lower, lower it down. Like uh, you, he's giving off a LinkedIn hustle culture. He's like, if you don't wake up at four a.m. and do fifteen push-ups and then like bang your best friend's wife, like you didn't do enough today. Um, you are you a you girly? No, no, okay. I get it's like that's a little too real. Like I live here. Oh yeah, no, I've I know a lot of women who don't watch the show and refuse to watch it because it's like too real. Um, but there's a character in the third season called Carrie. Fred gives me uh, younger Carrie vibes. Um, ah, the only and... Carrie I respect is Carrie from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Carrie, or yes, we love Miss Carrie Martin, um, an icon. Better so, singer uh... than Mariah. <laughs> but it up, ba. Better da better better. Uh, and you were talking about Mariah Paris Balenciaga, right? Yes, yes. Obviously. Oh, what um, does she say? Oh, I don't know what she says. I'm, no. I, there's too many drag queens. Um, early morning, you wake up, uh, and then we also get the backstory. So all these camp backstories are former camp counselors who went missing, basically. Um, and like <laughs> creepy. And I'm like, I mean, there are some scary stories with camp counselors. If you dig at any summer camp, like some people legitimately need to go to jail based on the things that they pulled as camp counselors um, do an expose honestly I'm, my friend I'm, and I sad. About I'm sad i'm sad kind of about doing it but uh and listen i only worked at one sleepaway camp uh but even as like a day camp i also have stories but we're not gonna tip get of the it. iceberg vibes uh but um so we they all end up going to lake big moose and they have uh, a fun day. There's another song. What do you think of this song? And also, what do you think of Scooby and uh, Shaggy's fascination with deli sandwiches? Because I feel like I've never seen anyone eat hoagies more in real life than I have in cartoon. See, they may eat a lot of hoagies, but I love a hoagie so much. I mean, I don't call them hoagies. I call it, like, I guess, a like deli sandwich. But I love to go to the deli and get a sandwich. Like, it's the representation I need on screen. Scooby and Shaggy are doing it for the people like me, the little people like yeah. me. How do you feel about Italian representation on television outside of that? I've never asked you about your thoughts on Italian representation in the American media. I wish Italian people were real. They'd be so offended. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, as an Italian person, I can joke. And also I like, I love jokes. So like, I'm fine. Like yeah. Italian people, like we haven't been like threatened in like over a hundred years. So I'm chilling. Yeah. Um, so uh, Velma and Trudy end up bonding, uh, and Tr we find out that Trudy, like me, is an indoor kid. Um, were you, you're an indoor kid, right? Uh, for the most part, like, like I you played can enjoy sports, an outdoor but moment. yeah, like uh, the outdoor sport I played was tennis. So <laughs> I yeah. think that you, explains uh, everything. Don't sell yourself short. You were a Olympian. 
I was a Olympian. I absolutely ate the Olympics, even though I lost um, in the final round. Um, no one gave me points to be the MVP. Listen, I would have if I was there earlier. I would have. <laughs> I'm mourning. Um, Jessica from Big Moose is like just like jet boating around, and uh, Fred is he needs to get bonked in this moment um, and go to horny jail. No, literally, his dick was doing all the talking. He was like, I hate Big Moose. They're so stupid and awful and spoiled. And then he sees one hot chick. He's like, okay, Big Moose. Okay. His little moose got big. His <laughs> But the shrinkage, they're in the lake. Um, so I need to tell you one of my stand-up jokes after um, we stop recording. So, uh, And that's a tease. If anyone's in the Southern California area, uh, go to Flappers, 5 p.m. on April 16th. I am performing. Okay. Uh, just, just a plug. Um, but uh, Scooby finds the underwater city while they're doing this, and the fish man attacks. Um, I hate when the fish man attacks. We, we hate it. And Scooby's like, no. And then they start paddling away. They fall down the dam because the fish man pushes them. They and- should have died. That dam was really tall. Like the fact that they like they were at the top of this dam. They do a ninety degree dip, but then they somehow skid across the water like a like a stone being thrown. Like it was really like these people should have died. I said, "Damn, how are they still alive?" Like they should have drowned all of them, and it would have been really sad, and it would have been a really bad movie. But that's like what should have happened. Um, there's, uh, like, I don't think this is the most unrealistic thing that has ever happened in one of the things that I've covered that is animated. I think the still, the still, the number one thing is that the Rugrats should have all died in Paris because of the destruction they caused. But this is up there. This is up there. Like, how many times has Scooby-Doo almost died? Too many to count. In this movie, so many times. But, like, imagine falling off the the Hoover Dam. You are not surviving that. It was Hoover Dam levels of height, in my opinion. Have you ever ranked your favorite dam? <laughs> That's such a stupid question. I have not. Wait, wait, but what did like, the fish say when it swam into a wall? Damn. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't have favorite dams. They're all my favorite. Um, mine is, damn, Daniel. No. <laughs> <laughs> not the white vans. Um, Keep those in 2015. But, uh... So we, uh, we, they see the report, uh, they do the police report, um, and Scooby's like, yeah, I saw a building. Um, and, uh, they- Guess who doesn't care? Knudsen. He's, he's like, y'all should just leave. Like, uh, you would all be safer. And honestly, listen, he was doing shady shit, but he had a point. Yeah, no, he was objectively telling the truth. It's just like, he is messing with the only people in the world that love to solve mysteries more than they love being alive and breathing air. Mm-hmm. So he just got, he, like, he met his match. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what, like, the, like, he would have gone away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids. What do you think that uh, the, the societal takes on Scooby Doo and the Mystery Gang are? Like, do you think they are known quantities or do you think they just show up to random places and they're like, oh, we solve mysteries? But like, or do you think they're like famous? They're like the, like, the t- TikTok stars these days. Like, people know who Charlie D'Amelio is. Like, do people know yeah. who Daphne Blake is in the real world? I feel like, they have a little bit of a profile, but it's like an if you know, you know type thing. Because they mm-hmm. should if you're be. You're into mean, the murder mystery people, world. Like, if you think about it, like, that dam getting blown up with dynamite, that is a national news story. And we'll get mm-hmm. there. We'll get there when we get there. But, yeah, like, they should get a little notoriety for surviving um, a dam breaking and they outran the flood. Like, that's like, This is not a local no. news story. This is domestic news story. 
Yeah, no, um, I'd be, I would want inside scoop with all of them. Even get Trudy on the phone. We've, yeah, we've done, um, we've done, we've had these types of conversations on the Scoopies Do podcast before, but it's like some of them, like, are these all in different universes? Are these all different multiverses or is this all like the same multiverse? Because there's some where the monsters are real, uh, like the Boo Brothers. Uh, there's some where Daphne is like a reporter and she's like famous and has her own like talk show. Um, like ghost hunting sort of show uh, in the zombie island. So it's like, what are these all like individual stories in different multiverses? Um, should we have like multiverse a vibes. In multiverse of madness movie? No, and like all of the worlds intersect. Like that would be crazy. Like the samurai guy shows up and Caduceus shows yeah. up. He broke out of jail, and whoever was the bad guy in Abracadabra shows up just to say hi. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm the sad. Them all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, also, at the end, I don't know if you watched Velma, but I do have thoughts, and we can sh- save that not. for the end. Uh, we'll do like a five-minute Velma corner at most. Like, there's nothing, not much to be said, but I'm sure the Scooby-Doo enthusiasts would like to hear my thoughts on Velma, uh, my five listeners. <laughs> um, uh, but we can get that like in the plugs. Uh, but so uh, Jessica looks for the stolen Big Moose equipment, which we find out later is sonar equipment and an RV. Um, and she's dressed up like she's in this big hood, and they think she's the woodsmith. And uh, Fred's like, we gotta stop meeting like this. Um, and then why does she keep everything. sneaking around though? Do you like, if you don't drama? want to get killed by the woodsman, stop like sneaking around, right? Um, and there's a line in Total Drama that Lashana says in the first season where she, she's like, Here I go again, sneaking around in the bush. And I'm like, Why is <gasps> Jessica doing that? Jessica is Latanya, La- what's her name? Lashanya, Lashana, Lashanya oh coded, Lashana coded. Words are hard sometimes. I'm sorry. No, like, literally, the whole English language is like my. It's my biggest. It's enemy. all made up. Like it doesn't like German is the only thing that it's similar to. Like who made up some of these words? The Latin You're, people. T- t- fuck the Latin people. Euclid, Plato. Euclid, Plato. I'm sick of your shit, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, then we get Jessica almost plummets at this nighttime thing. But look at my boy, Scooby and Shaggy, facing their fears. They jump. To save her. I was like, they, they jump. After her. And that's a very, like, that's how one of the bad guys in the story died is that he fell off a cliff. So, like, mm-hmm. they could have fallen off a cliff and then hit their heads and became mentally insane. And haunted the camp. Yeah, no, like they really. I was proud. Of Why would they want to save like. Jessica? They don't even fuck with Camp Big Moose like that. Is it because she's sexy? Is that pretty privilege at play? I think so. I think so. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. I hate well, society. Also, because Shaggy went first. Scooby did follow, and Scooby is loyal to the soil. But um... and Shaggy, oh my god, he, he thinks that Jess is a homie hopper. That's crazy. <laughs> she could. She has I have the potential not heard that to phrase be before, but I love it. I love that phrase. She has the potential to homie hop. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, they get back to the cabins. Everything says Get Out, which uh, would be a future for Stephen Root, who was the racist dad on Get Out. Oh, um, so uh, and they end he up got going inspired big, from this inspired. movie. Jordan Peele inspired <laughs> by Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um, so uh, sonar equipment and RV is stolen while they look around at big moves. Uh, we also find out from Bert the Specter story at the canyon, and Shaq is like, "Hey, man, can you keep these stories to yourself?" Like, w- nobody needs these. Like, because every time you matters. talk, 
literally mental health matters like they're just trying to not die and then he's like well let me tell you the story about a big swarm of moths that's coming out of the sky they're like no i made that up but like yeah that was the vibe Uh, honestly velma uh should have been the gang in therapy (laughs) like uh, that is the show i am going to pitch to Hannah yes, they need it. They need be... it. They've seen some shit. Shaggy almost been... died multiple times. He yep. almost got axe axe to the head in this movie. Oh, like no one deserves uh... an axe to the head except for the woodsman <laughs> himself. Uh, so uh, we've split up into teams. Luke, Jessica, Fred, Daphne go scuba exploring. Um, Velma, Bert, and Trudy go looking for the RV in the canyon. And Shaggy, Scooby, and Deacon go to everyone's favorite spot. The buffet at Big Moose Cafeteria. Um, uh, I wanted to eat that food at the Big Moose Cafe so bad. Like, they pulled out the cake. And I'm like, oh, I love cartoon food. I just want to, like, yeah. gobble it up. It probably tastes like strawberries. Oh, my God. What is your favorite? Uh, we might have had this discussion either on a podcast or in person. But, like, the cheese pizza from a Goofy movie lives rent-free in my mind. Oh, I mean, I want to eat a Krabby Patty. Like, I would sell my a pretty patty. To eat a Oh, a pretty. I would sell both my legs to eat a pretty patty. You are a pretty patty. Hey, yo. Not me being Fred. <laughs> I mean, I'm all my, my friends Jessica are pretty era. patties. You're just the pink oh. one. Navi is the... What is Navi? What color? Uh, AJ is the red patty because um, he's violent. <laughs> I feel like um, Navi could be the green patty. Navi could be the green patty because she's a weeb. Uh, I am... What, what am I? What kind of pretty patty am I, Nicole? I mean, you're wearing purple and purple is my favorite color. Oh my god. Well, that Stan, was me just, direct quoting. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I'm trying to think. Annie would also be a pink patty. Oh, Annie would be a sparkly pink patty. Caitlin, Caitlin would be a brown patty because to you, she's uh, poop. Uh, no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not the random drag. What did Caitlin do? I'm, I'm looking at defending her. I'm trying to get don't the Don't say I never defend Caitlin. I want Nicole and Caitlin to be frenemies for life. Frenemies no. to lovers. Caitlin watched me graduate, so that's how you know we're bonded. You're bonded for life. She's actually a purple patty as well because her favorite color is purple. Purple Um, is my favorite color. um, So, uh, yeah, so the cafe, are buffets back? That's a question I wanted to ask. Buffets are back. I have been to a casino many a time past COVID, and I ate the shit out of those buffets. Should should buffets be back? With all the Um, tong sharing? Yeah, you know what? Why not? They should have disposable gloves. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but like, I, I yeah. am. I went to Korean barbecue so I don't care. a couple months ago. They're bad. Buffets no, bad. yeah, I went to a hot pot a few weeks ago in Flushing in Queens, and it was a full buffet of every type of noodle. They had like zucchini noodle, glass noodles, spinach noodles, like every type of noodle you could possibly want. And then every type of vegetable, I was getting sweet potatoes and rice cakes and fish cakes. And like, if I couldn't have that experience, I'd probably be dead. They have noodle pools, though. What do you mean? Easy bib, noodle bib. No. No. Um, nah, eh, eh. Uh, so uh, the fishman attacks the, the underwater group. Daphne saves Fred with by, like, yeeting her scuba tank into his chest. But the fishman ain't done, tries to drown Daphne. But they all find this little cove. Um, and they look around, and they find dynamite. Um, and what could it be? Luke is Why like, would they bring candles? And then he's like, "Let me light the candle." And I'm like, "You dummy!" He's a child. He this shouldn't be solving mysteries on the like... bottom of the ocean, lake. Excuse me. Also, like, 
why are you lighting candles in in the underwater? It's gonna go out. Yeah, isn't it so damp down there that the that like how did you even have a match? Oh yeah, I was like, when did they get the torch? That also continuity error. No, it's a it's a little bit questionable. Meanwhile, um, Daryl snitches on Scooby and Shaggy and Deacon, and they speed off on segways. They fall into the canyon, and uh, they catch up with Trudy and Velma and Bert. Um, and how convenient sm- that they end up in the same place, right? And they smash into the RV, and uh, the RV is painted and concealed by like um, like archaeology paint or whatever. Um, that Delma has her little paintbrush, and she's like. <laughs> Um, she's painted it up. Yep. Uh, well, she's actually depainting it. She's yeah. like being a little archaeology queen. She discovers yeah. the RV, which has so much information in it, uh, like all the sonar stuff. And Trudy's like, "Let me hack into the mainframe." Um, of course, because the geeky girl knows how to be an expert coder. What is she? Twelve. She knows HTML and Java. Kids and all these stuff. days, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, they find out that it was camouflaged into the canyon. Um, but the specter attacks. Um, <gasps> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, Dig, Mary kill the woodsman, the specter, the fishman. Okay, I would probably. Oh my god, because the fishman. At least the fishman's a little buff. So I'd kill the specter because the specter was the ugliest one. Mm-hmm. Um, probably marry the woodsman because, like, if he can throw, you know what, like he throws that axe, I'd be very satisfied. And I would probably. He is mar- a woodsman. Yeah, and I. Wait, did I say I would screw him or what? I I mean, probably marry the woodsman, rail the fish. No, that's very shape of water of me. Um, <laughs> pretend like this never happened because I I'll kill myself actually. No, then I will cry. Well, I'll fuck and marry the woodsman, and I'll kill the other two. Yeah, does that work? Um, have you heard? And this might have been talked about on News AF like way back when. But like, there, uh, Bobby Brown says that he sleeps with ghosts. I mean, you gotta do it. You gotta say what will get you through the day. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm delusional too. <laughs> Nicole, don't talk about my friend Nicole like that. <laughs> but like, I'm delusional in ways that keep me alive. Like, if Bobby Brown really can't get laid and he's needing to fuck ghosts, like, I'm gonna let him believe that. Okay, you're protecting his mental health. His mental health matters too. Yeah, but everyone has mental health. Did you know that? that's how every commercial or like everything like anyone time anyone talks about mental health they're like we all have mental health yeah i'm like Uh, yeah how about you like tell me something i don't know bitch yeah no wow i got really really passionate about that listen you're a mental health homie you know what we need to do instead of having mental health awareness because bitch i'm aware (laughs) we should have free universal health care and you should not vote me for president you you with connor roy could not be being Connor Roy. That's actually probably the worst thing you could ever say about anyone. <laughs> now, now Nicole's like, my mental health matters. Um, how dare you say that to me? Yeah, no, you just yeah. Uno reverse this on me. Uh, so also, can we talk about Daryl being a snitch? Like, what the hell? Let them eat their food. Yeah, no. What? Like, imagine finding out that someone's like invading your camp and then just like throwing a hot dog at them. To, he's telling them to run to the other camp. Then yeah, use your words, Daryl. Use your words, not your hot dog. Oh my god, not the hot dog. It was also hamburgers and like cheese sticks and apples. How do you feel and about other the foods quote that they said? Scooby, should we get cheese, uh, chocolate on our cheesecake or cheese on our chocolate cake? And both of those sound great. Okay, like putting like mozzarella on a chocolate cake. I feel like mozzarella is creamy. 
a little burrata a little ricotta maybe yeah exactly put a little honey in there who said i'm not gordon ramsay gordon ramsay found it because i exist i took Uh, his spot i'm the new supreme uh so uh we get uh the where was it oh luke no uh deacon is like y'all why are we still here let's just like bounce um, voice of reason in this moment i was like maybe he is innocent yeah. but also i was like because like i get like it because he's, he's relatable what, did you did you clock him and uh knudsen at what or did you think someone else was the culprit we can talk more about this in the culprit game but yeah 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 i think all i need to know is that i was leaning more police was bad for obvious okay. reasons i don't even got to explain yeah um so this line did kind of send me shaggy was like i mean i've heard of lakeside property before but <laughs> i was just like this is that didn't make me laugh. i guess i guess you have a lake on top of your property when your city's underground yeah. um so uh jessica is like deacon wants to go i'm gonna take him in the jeep um and then they go and find out more about the history of the underwater city from the museum guide tells the tale of Ricky LaRue, who was an OG gangster. Um, I did catch the the movie theater. Uh, it was like White Heat. And then uh, there was another movie um, that they had. I'm sorry. There was just too much plot for me to absorb. I'm like, yeah. I have to believe that there was a heist and that we have to care about this guy that's never even been addressed before and that he has treasure in the underwater city. Like, thank God we have this old man who's at Camp City Museum to explain it to us. Because, like, if he wasn't explaining it like I was five, I would have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and uh, he, I, I appreciated him. He, like, the walking bibliography um, in this No, movie. exactly. Like, he set the scene. He's like, okay, we got to make this movie work, so I'm going to tell you everything you need to know to, like, set up this conclusion. I do like these flashbacks that they have, though. Um, and so basically, Ricky LaRue stashed the treasure from the bank heist at this location where the summer solstice would hit the, uh, the top of the thing, and then they could find it. Um, but he went to jail. Um, however, before he happens. died, he told his cellmate, Babyface Beretti, um, and two months ago, Babyface Beretti escaped. And then they show a photo of Babyface Beretti. And at that point, did you know that it was uh, Deacon? I knew it was Deacon. I was like, there can't be two fat people in this show. There can only be one. That is uh, Hollywood's fat phobia. Um, exactly, exactly. I was like, okay, this guy is up to no good. But like, how are you going to like pretend Linda to be Rod's a seven-year-old? Lin- like, also, there was a scene where he had his shirt off. I'm like, regardless if the man can grow chest hair or not, like you can tell when a man is older than like a teenage boy. He needs some sunspots, you know? Yeah, and like some wrinkles and some... And like- he was getting into the pools, like the, the lake scene. He was like really yeah. in it. Also, how does his toupee not fall off? exactly little little consistency errors but um they end up it's a uh, movie i guess yeah the dam explodes because they think everyone has been scared away by the woodsman but bert and trudy and luke were all hiding in a cabin so uh they all get in the mystery machine and then scooby starts driving they're like scooby you can drive he's like no (laughs) no scooby low-key a better driver than me and he says he doesn't know how to drive Scooby, like, literally should be an Uber driver. I would, no, I would trust Scooby him. should be flying the plane right now. I would trust Scooby more than I would trust... I would charter a helicopter from Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, Who Scooby-Doo wouldn't? Enterprises. Um, he has the motor skills of a 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I mean, the way he swerved on that dock, beautiful turn. That was Chris. Yeah. He should be playing Mario Kart competitively. Yeah, you know how Beyonce says swerving on my gush? That um, was about Scooby-Doo. That was about Scooby-Doo. He was swerving. Um, swerving on that big body. And Surfboard was not about Fred. 
<laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we get down, and then Jessica's there, and Fred grabs her. I'm like, sir, please. Um, Consent. Right? Consent. And she says, we got to stop meeting like this. Um, and, um, she's like, I was chasing Deacon here. He ran this one. Velma's like, Deacon? What in the? What in He's the... irrelevant. He's not even in the story anymore. Yeah. Um, Deacon, he was written off. The Woodsman Psych. Falls. Also, that, that underwater city, like, it, the, it drained fast. I feel like that would take a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. The uh, we need like an environmental scientist to tell mm-hmm. us like what the what the the rate of the water, yeah. Like, what is the runoff rate? You know, I'm not a scientist. I wouldn't know. I went to College of Optional Math. I wouldn't know either. Not optional math. Not the liberal arts school. Oh no, <laughs> he has no uh, practical skills. Listen, I know how to add. I know how to subtract. I know how to multiply. I know how to divide. Tell me when I'm having tr- a calculator to do it for you. Tell me when I need trigonometry as a film student. If you're looking at the triangle of sadness, I guess. It's the only time you need a trig. Yes. Um, so uh, also just quick commentary on triangle sadness. That's like the white lotus, but not as good. In my I've opinion. never seen. I'm just like not a movie person. Like, sorry, sorry, arrest me. It's okay. That's that's like your prerogative. I'm not gonna bash you because that is toxic. Why are we gonna be a pretentious white film bro and like yell at Nicole for not seeing Triangle of Sadness? No, it's Nicole like, has better I things just to don't do. Care. Like don't watch Get Laid on YouTube. Uh, are you? Be <laughs> to the audience. Me to the audience. Me to my Wait, haters. Here, let, let me put you on full screen. You can say it to them. No, 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 no. Nicole, I'm you want to the audience? To my haters, get a life. And you know what that means. <laughs> Signing right. off. Signing off, Nicole Horn. Um, anyways, so uh, the woodsman starts chasing people around again. And uh, we get uh, that uh, Deacon's like, come on, guys, in here, in here. Um, and then he closes the cell on them. And then he's like, I'm babyface Beretti, toots. Yeah, the way he was hiding his voice for the whole summer. Yeah. Um, Mark Hamill, the range. Oh my gosh, Ugh. an actor. We love. Um, but Fred, Luke, and, and Jessica. A, not voice. Yeah, Fred, Luke, and Jessica are not there. They get chased by the woodsmen, and they are in this like clock tower, basically, or this bell tower. And uh, Fred is fighting the woodsmen. Jessica almost falls. Uh, he he pushes the woodsmen. Um, he grabs Jessica's leg, and then they all fall. And then they get up, and the woodsman falls to the ground. Um. Love then, when the woodsman uh, falls out a window. Yeah. Was very pleasing uh, to me, even though I want to marry and fuck him from that previous game. This is also a small little thing that I love. Scooby with the harmonica. Uh, yeah, he's like in the jail. Like, and bad like, to the bone. Oh, we've been here. And then Scooby does the chalkboard, and he's like, five minutes? Um, <laughs> and Shaggy loses his mind. He's shaking the thing. Because it was underwater for all those years, the rust, like, it opens. The structural opens. integrity, zilch. Non-existent. Zilch. We need Nicole to get on there because um, she works with architecture occasionally. Occasionally. Um, she, she's an occasional lady. architect. Occasional architect. Um, Me uh, when I play Sims. Eiffel, <laughs> Eiffel is shook. I think that's his name. What's his first name? What's the man? Eiffel? What's his name? Like the like Eiffel oh, Tower? Eiffel Tower guy. Gustav Eiffel is shook. Oh, Gustav Eiffel wishes he were me. If he saw me, he would be resurrected and then he would die again because he would be so shook 
Um, so then we, uh, and Velma was even like, I did not see that coming when she gets trapped by Babyface Beretti. No, Velma, you're smarter than that. You saw that coming. Yeah. Um, but the, the woodsman attacks as the fishman now and Scooby like crashes into the fishman and they go through some brook bricks. Uh, and then he's like, okay, let's find out who this woodman is. Pulls it off. It's, uh, it's the woodsman. Then they're like, uh, Professor Nudson. And I was like, oh, it's Ricky LaBrew, right? And then it's like, no, he died. Uh, no, it was the up. Ranger Nudson. He was the woodsman. He was the fish man. He was the specter of the canyon. Well, he's actually, ever, he's every woman, actually. Scene? What? Did you see the post credit scene? I had no, I'm not in the lore like that. I didn't know there was a post credit scene. I just watched the credits because I like to respect the people who work on the movie. And also, it was kind of a banger. So I was just And I'm disrespectful, it. so I didn't watch it. Yeah, no, Nicole, no respect for film. For artists, for cameramen. <laughs> no, I said fuck the boom mic guy personally. She says anyone who takes uh, any directors of any kind of photography, forget them. Not like, literally, like get a new job because I'm bored. If you work with a camera, get a new job. <laughs> don't, don't tell that to my boyfriend. Yeah, I'd be so mad. Um. So uh. Yeah. So they end up uh finding out uh. Well, the Spectre's real, apparently. That's the post-credit scene. That's what we <gasps> The Spectre was real? Because when yeah. they were like, how did the Spectre get around? Like, how did it fly? They're like, zipline. I'm like, that's pretty fucking elaborate. Yeah. A zipline? How are you going to zipline in the canyon? There's no there's no ceiling. Weird, weird behavior. Yeah. Uh, so they go to jail, and they're like, we would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you, you meddling kids. The uh, meddling kids. And they then, need to like go on vacation and like just not like they need to mind their business. If they minded their business, they would have had a great time at summer camp. Actually, that's not true. They would have been flooded and they would have died. But also like mind your business in other occasions. Mm-hmm. Like that's like well, a universal lesson. There are exceptions like this time, but again, most of the time, mind your business. Protect your peace. Um. Well, so eat a I, sandwich. A hoagie. Eat a hoagie. Um. <laughs> cool. I love a hoagie. Um, 18 inches, my favorite. $5 foot long? It's a lot more than $5 these days. Yee, dog. Um, so uh, we, well, as Knudsen is getting into the cop car, um, he goes and turns to Velma and is like, wait for me, toots. No, <laughs> like, no. In your I want, dreams. For real, he like, you're going to wait. So he destroyed public property he destroyed the dam he tried stealing treasure he tried murdering multiple people like he's gonna be in jail a long time i'm not waiting i'm not waiting yeah. for a murderer yeah i'm not waiting I'll... for a dude that blew up my camp she's not also i also he needs to know her his audience like i don't think velma would be going after a woodsman i think she would be going after maybe like some clam chowder Ugh. no velma is an inside girly as well so like yeah. she doesn't want some like ranger that's like chilling in like the middle of nowhere oh, velma, so you know, like not, yeah velma she's going through the summer velma's at the protest uh a cabbing it up no for real she does not like she sees the police officer like she was watching um Kageyan and rooting for Cass. like that's her level as she should be Cass. as she should yeah. as she should taste taste Cass. uh who else rob queen Rob Queen. Um, Morgan uh, McLeod. Rob Tasha? Queen. Tasha McLeod. Robbed. Miss Pillow Princess. Trish. Morgan McLeod. Bryce Isaiah. Oh. Robbed. Robbed, right, Rob. But the cops. Uh, mm-hmm. They always win. Why do they got to win this one, too? Right. Also, you exactly. know, Jeremy, Rob King. I'm where's that word? Always Rob. Right. Yeah. A stupid ass. Um, yeah, I'm a, I don't want to talk about it. 
We don't know. We don't have the time um, or the mental capacity. We traumatized. I blacked it out. <laughs> mental health matters. Mental. I have mental health. That's the hashtag for this episode. Okay. Mental health matters. Mental health matters. <laughs> um, so we end the, and then uh, Fred, uh, he like tells Jessica, like, listen, it's okay. I don't think you're a camp. You're a camp big moose girly. I'm a camp little moose guy. It's never going to work out between us. And she's like, oh, I was just going to say thanks for saving me. <laughs> like, She's like, I don't even want your crusty ass Fred. <laughs> nope. Um, and Daphne's like, humble oh, him. Um, and then Scooby has the great idea to combine camps. So at the end, we find out that it's camp little big moose. And we find out of the story of uh, Ricky, like the Bert and Jessica are camp counselors and Scooby is the woodsman. And then we get uh, the song at the end and uh, then the post-credit scene, which is Nicole did not watch because uh, she had better things to do. I hate people that like, work on, I hate the bomb. crew. The cast is fine. Fuck the crew. <laughs> and I said that shit. As you said, Nicole, she's like, Ayatsi, we don't care. Unions, I, we, don't, we care. don't care. We don't care. Turn off the TV. I got to that to Danny Behar. <laughs> No, Danny Behar, avoid this podcast, please. I'm so sorry. I'm generalizing. I'm not calling out a specific, specific person. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's our movie, Nicole. What do you think? I thought it was fun, even this though fun like movie. they should have died multiple times. Like they probably should have died in the samurai movie too. Like if you look past the logical inconsistencies, I had fun. Should I? I felt like I was at summer camp in the summertime. How many times? the scooby-doo gang should die or at least one of them like you should you should because in this one it should have been multiple times like how did they outrun a flood outrun a fish man outrun a guy swinging an axe at them like nobody died that's Mm -hmm. crazy nobody died at stonewall (laughs) okay okay um Derek Derek barry I love how I just assume that you've seen the same exact reality television as me like I'm making references like Nicole for the most part we probably have. You know? We're the same, yeah. I like, probably seen the last, Top to Chef. be honest. I cannot watch Top Chef because I know if I start, I'm going to get super invested and watch It's all crack. The Top Chef is crack. And I, I just want to watch some scripted stuff right now. Like, same thing, I'm avoiding Australian Survivor because if I start it, I'm going to... Well, I've seen, like, past episodes, seasons, but... Uh, You're I valid. A big time commitment. Like, I am watching BB Can 11 because I'm a girly like that, um, but uh, I'm, I'm just, like, going to wait and watch. Like, I, I need to succession or my friend valeria is gonna literally kill me so i need no, to No, for real it. i gotta watch we only have two days that's probably what i'm gonna do tonight i don't think i'm gonna make it by sunday i think i'll be there by episode two no everyone tells me that the third season like once you start watching it it really goes by so like i'm waiting yeah, for that I, I'm like i'm like i'm in season three, three. i'm ready to start episodes of season two are there nine or ten because i know one season has nine ten months. and then season nine is season three is nine episodes. okay cool bet i have 14 episodes left and I, trust me i'd be tracking now, uh, Nicole, let's get into some of these uh, things. So let me share my screen for the audience. The perlatives. Yeah. So, Nicole, uh, let... That's how they say it in French. Superlatif. No, we're not going to Velma yet. Oh, nope. Here we go. Can you see this, Nicole? Uh, yes. It's a little tiny, so let me let me put on my reading glasses. Here, I can zoom in also. Okay. A little zoom in might be nice. You know, I'm an old lady. I'm blind. Do you know the story the there was an old lady who swallowed a fly? Oh, Are you, I feel this? like like I'm familiar, but I don't know what happens to her. Okay, there was an episode of the Challenge podcast like years ago where Allie was like talking about it, and Brian was like, "I don't know what that is," and Allie was like flipping out, like, "How do you not know about the old lady who swallowed a fly?" And they had a whole like ten minute discussion. Cancel about it. me. I guess I'm Brian coded. 
We love Brian Cohen. Okay, is it just me or does he look a little like Jeremy Strong? Just like a, a little just a bit, smidge. but like all yeah, a little like I'm like, very good at finding distant, like, like third, fourth cousins. I'm very good at finding these people who look like the doppelgangers. Like they could be related, but they're not. They're not like doppelgangers. Um, yeah, they're sisters, not twins. Like your eyebrows. Um. So my si- my eyebrows are barely in the same continent. And uh, Ranger Nudson. Knudsen. Why did they say Knudsen when it was obviously spelled Nudsen? I think like they wanted to like make sure the K didn't get forgotten. All right. So I have to ask you a question for my points, right? So yes. um, I knew Deacon when I, because I watched this movie way back when. I probably assumed that it was Deacon just because of the photo. But um, sh- do, do I give myself a point because I had watched this movie before and I knew he was the bad guy? Or should I just. No, like- no, you saw this. You, you saw it coming. But th- that wasn't for the podcast. That was like way back when. Oh. Okay, fine. I won't give myself a point, and I didn't remember Rage Nudson, so I'll just give so myself. So I knew Nudson for sure, for sure. But the babyface Beretti, I can't give myself that point. Rewatch. Okay. You, wait, you knew Ber- you didn't know Beretti? I thought you said you knew Beretti. I when I like I knew Beretti like seventy five percent of the way into the movie, but I was like, oh, this Ranger guy, he's up to no good. Are you giving yourself one point or two points? I'll give myself one. Okay. So Nicole and the guests have 25 right now. And I don't get any points, right? Because of that. So Nicole Ooh. and the guests are catching up. Um, and I'm trying to see, uh, what is this? The current score? Oh, because uh, Jacob and Kate's combined score was 23.5. So technically uh. I'm still in the lead. Um, and oh, because now I combine it with guest. Guest score, uh, total is 23.5 because i think i averaged the scores at one point anyways mm. so let's math, get math into, is mathing it'd be it'd be stressful sometimes okay let's get into mvps and lvps um uh, do you want to start us off miss nicole with yeah, uh your sure, MVP sure. With or MV- lvp your choice okay so the lvp out of the fab five i'm gonna say shaggy he didn't really do much um okay. like he didn't really contribute if anything he just contributed to like the eating of sandwiches but like Listen, I would that's say, contribution like, sometimes. I mean, it's representation for sure. But did they contribute to solving a mystery? Me thinks not. So I'm gonna say, yeah, Shaggy for my LVP. Do you want me to go with my LVP next, or do you want to just? Hold yeah, yeah, second? yeah. Tell me how you feel. Okay. Give me more time to marinate on my MVP. So, um, I think that, like, I am all for Fred educating the children of our future, right? And hopefully educating them well uh, and like giving them the tools that they can survive and be empathetic and to be his, their hero, sexist, etc. He's a hero, but he was way too horny for me in this movie. So he gets bonked and by bonking, I mean, giving an LVP. And also that is for my friend Kate, who would do the same. And you know what? That's valid. That's valid. All right. Now, who are you giving your MVP to? So because she had to deal with Frank. I'm going to give it to Daphne. I feel like she did a lot of major things in this movie. She ziplined everywhere. She was looking slim thick as hell. And she like dealt with the fact that her man had a wandering eye. And like anyone who is like strong enough to deal with that. Because she doesn't want to fuck up the friend group by making it into a big problem. But so I I think Daphne for being a cool girl and for saving Fred's life on multiple occasions. His toxic masculine ass could never. Um, Yeah. So I'll give it to Daphne. All that was right. long-winded, well, but you see what I mean. Yeah, well, uh, Daphne, we stand. Do Daphne and Fred have an open relationship, or are they just like? 
constantly they're in a situation ship but like in the worst most toxic one because like they've been there for 50 years right yeah um so let me talk it out so uh shaggy made me laugh but as you gave him your lvp i don't think i'm going to consider him here um velma was doing great things but the fact that she didn't catch babyface Beretti and like put the pieces together mm, a little and she admitted that she didn't know it yeah you never admit that that you always have to lie Mm -hmm. she should have taken the credit even if it was undeserved exactly Um, exactly so uh basically i'm between scooby and daphne right scooby did drive the car Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, so Daphne was high on my list, especially because she was like, she rescued them with the zip line. Um, she f- saved Fred from the fishman. She was like doing her thing, but Scooby also pulled up for his friends and the campers. He outdrove a literal tsunami. Exactly. So Scooby has to get my point. And with that, Scooby is now tied with Velma for most MVP points with 19. Meanwhile, uh, Scrappy and Fred are tied for last with MVP with three each. Um, then Shaggy and Daphne, uh, Daphne has 11 and Shaggy has 13 LVP. Fred is the front runner with a whopping. 26. Wow. Shaggy is at second place with 16, 10 behind. Uh, we got Velma with nine right now. Um, Scrappy has five and Daphne and Snoo- Scooby are with six each. So that is where we stand with MVPs and LVPs. And I'm excited to see who's going to take the overall, uh, spot, top spot. Now, Miss Nicole, I almost called you Naomi, and that would have been just like offensive. That would have been racist to white people, just because two oh funny my God. women, women with end names that live in New York City, with the same middle name, also, um, with that are funny and iconic and like trailblazers Brunette. and undeserving to of my friendship, or like not, not, I'm undeserving of your friendship. That's so. Anyways, Aww, um, I'm just so happy this that we're friends. Okay, this so I'll go first with the with the score. I gave it a 4.25 just because I'm looking at some of the other ones. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, I think this is on par with Where's My Mommy? Probably a little better, actually. Um, but Aloha Scooby-Doo is a 4.5. And I cannot, in good conscience, give it. It could never be. Never it be, not be the same. And Monster of Mexico, it's a 5. It's a perfect film. Uh, Cybercase also has 7.75. Uh, I might actually bump Aloha in a little bit to 4.75. because I think, But it's also a little bit... Um, uh, it does not hold up in terms of like the Hawaiian stuff, but anyway, that's valid. Nicole, what are you giving this? Because last time you gave Samurai Sword a three point five, as did I, and as did Jacob. Uh, so we were all in lockstep. Uh, but how did you feel about this movie? First off, was it better or worse than Samurai Sword? I think it was slightly better. I think okay. the plot was a little bit more gripping. Um, the Beretti thing was a little unexpected. Like there was identity theft. There was. You know, there's a lot of drama in this movie, so I'm going to give it a four out of five. Ooh, we love that. Four out of five wow. slays. <laughs> slays, period. Let me add to the marker. Um, so uh, <laughs> I, I got to ask you a question, though. Um, how did Deacon I'm all ears. get into this camp? Like, how did he change his whole identity? Like, who was he working with to become a child? And, like, he had to, like, get some documentation to sign up for camp. Like, he had to get some. Like, you know, when you start a new job, you have to do, like, a 9-9 and a W-2 and a W-4 and all that stuff um as a kid you probably need some documents so that you can go and like how did he have fake parents like what's the story I mean, camp little moose didn't sound that high tech so maybe he just like forged a bunch of stuff he said he was in prison maybe he got really scrappy in there mm, he's the real yep. scrappy dude from being do in you prison. think he met scrappy in prison <sighs> probably oh my god i put four in the jacob column how dare me how do um, literally how dare you Honestly, giving the credit of a white, of a woman uh, to a white man, 
offensive. Disgusting. And it's be canceled. All right. So this also, if anyone was looking at the guest list, it is not up to date. I have to rework some of the stuff. Um, but this is this is uh, Scooby Doo, uh, Camp Scare. Nicole, any thoughts that we haven't um, hit on before we talk quickly about Velma and do plugs? I mean, I had fun. Lovely. <laughs> Period. <laughs> You had fun. Uh, anything that you'll remember and take with you into the future uh, of your life? Probably just like how slim thick all the ladies were in their animation. Everyone was looking on point. And did you like this animation style more than the one that we had for Samurai Sword? Yeah, I think it was a little glossier. I like the summer color palette. Um, I liked how detailed the forest and the underwater scenes were. I think like they did a good job. It was very... Uh, I mean, like, oh, the production value through the roof here. Mm -hmm. All right. So I enjoyed Camp Scare. It was fun to revisit. It was just like a nice little calming cartoon that I got to watch last night um, and this morning. Um, And it was fun. So It added to our lives, did not take away. Agreed. Um, And this podcast, same thing. Mental health matters. Always adds. Mental health matters. We are advocates. Now, let me tell Nicole a little bit about Velma. We try not to keep this too long because Nicole is a girly and she probably has plans on this Friday night. Um, but um, Velma uh, is about Velma Dinkley. She is voiced by Mindy Kaling and she is not white. And neither is Daphne, who is Asian and adopted by uh, two police officers who are Wanda Sykes and Jane Lynch. And uh, they are- Lesbian um, police officers? Yes, and she is Constance Wu is the voice of Daphne. Um, we have Shaggy, aka Norville, as he goes by in this show, who is uh, Sam Richardson. He is uh, biracial, Norville. Uh, he is not a stoner yet. Um, and then yes. Fred, who's this <laughs> measly little white boy who is voiced by Glenn Howerton, and he's a privileged little prick who uh, uh, this whole story of Velma is her trying to find out what happened to her mother. Um, so her mother, uh, Dia was, uh, taken five years ago or a couple years ago. Like she was doing this project called operation scoob, like trying to learn about like brain waves and stuff. And, uh, that, uh, it's been a cold case. So she has like visions of monsters attacking her. She has a big crush on Daphne, but she also likes Fred. Um, Norval likes her. Um, and so all these, square. Like, gir- yeah. And so all of these, uh, girls in high school, it's very meta. Um, they get lobotomies so uh, all <gasps> these hot girls so Velma's like oh we got to start this w- what is happening here so they look through it um, Fred goes to prison for a while and uh, then he gets saved Norville starts dating this girl named Gigi voiced by Yvonne Orgy uh, Nicole Byer plays Norville's mom and she ah. has a history she's the principal at the school so she tells she ends up giving Velma the file of her mom's cold case and at the end do you care about spoilers no, of course not. No. Um, so uh, we end up find out that uh, Victoria Jones, a.k.a. Um, Fred's mom, is the killer. Um, she was trying oh to recreate God. Dr. Purdue's work, um, who is uh, Nicole Byer's grandma, um, to make Fred a more competent person and switch his brain so that he could be a proper heir to the family company. Um, what? Is this so, succession? Yeah. <laughs> It's giving succession. It's giving Roy family. Yeah. Um, and the show was not good uh, at the start. It uh, did get better, but that's not like, that's damning with faint praise because the show was not good. But however, it is renewed for season two. Maybe it will get better. Um, but uh, yeah, he, 
he um so shaggy okay matthew lillard uh vocalized his support to most uh to the cast of this um unlike his disappointment of the scoob and this is the second series to ever not feature frank walker as fred jones um but he voices fred's dad ah so they keep it in the family i like that yeah but it it was it was a time um uh, originally I wanted to do like something about Velma, but then when the show was not that good, I was like, eh, I'll just do it, tag it to some episode. But uh, if you're, it, I think it's fun if you're uh, a little high to watch and you maybe like speed up the the speed, but uh, yeah. You know me, I love getting a little high, so. Are you still, are you doing that again? Or are you still on the break? So I'm back in it. And it's working? I haven't had any issues so far. Let's not manifest. You love that. Nicole, like she, mental health matters. Mental health matters, and I prioritized my mental health until it was too much. And now Nicole can't go on the Amazing Race anymore, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. Now, Nicole, tell me what you're up to. Do you have anything to add about Velma, Scooby-Doo, or do you want to start doing the plugs? I probably have time for plugs. I've been running my mouth too long. Let's do some plugs. Nicole, what you up to? Nothing much. You can follow me on Twitter, Behind the Secret. I mean, I'm on TikTok. I don't really do much, but if you follow me... The, if I comment on a video that you see, it'll be at the top, and I'm always saying something out of pocket. So maybe follow me there. Nicole's You'll see me in the comments. So <laughs> surprising, right? But yeah, I'm behind the secret all over the internet. Um, the Top Chef podcast on Silent Podcast. We'll we'll be doing it eventually. We're all busy, <laughs> but yeah. you know we'll be there. It was much easier to podcast during the pandemic when no, no one had anything to do. No, for real. I'm like, oh, I work full time. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nicole, do you have a pop culture plug? What should people be checking out that is like in the media space? Also, if you want, it is Women's uh, Month. If you want to give something sh- uh, highlighting women, directed by women, feel free. But it's also whatever you want to plug. And you are I mean, a woman. I'm always so highlighting I- women. Yeah. So I can do my my body, my choice. As you should. Um, well, today um, is the day that Lana Del Rey released her new album. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? It's so good. Like, I really think that this is going to be like, people are going to regard it like they do. (laughs) The tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? That sounds like what happened in this movie. The tunnel under Lake Big Moose, you know? Um, She's giving Big Moose energy, Lana Del Rey. No, she has Big Moose energy. No, for sure. Um, I love so many of the songs. Like, if you're a sad girl that loves shaking ass, like, there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard and I'll meet you there. We love Nicole, like her mentality with music. Is it a good song if she can shake her ass to it? That we found out. And and if I can cry, even better. Crying while you shake your ass? Period. Period. Okay, gotta add another one. Uh, That's 13 so far. Two? Okay. Two. So we're at 14. Period. There we go. 15. We got 15. Uh, In terms of me, you can follow me on all social media at Brazil Dragon Pod for the podcast stuff. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Uh, you can find it all there. Also, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcaster of choice. Would appreciate the ratings and reviews. Help people find the podcast. Um, so if you haven't, would appreciate it. And if you want to leave one on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, I will read it on the next episode that I record. Um, so uh, would appreciate all that. In terms of me, you can follow me at With the Fleep on all social media, including Venmo, if you want to help support the arts <laughs> of podcasting. Um, I'm not at the point where I'm ready to get a Patreon, but it's something that I would like to do at some point. So 
just putting it out there. If you want to support the arts, it will go to me and this podcast um, and the art that you hear. Um, so also um, on my Instagram right now, I am doing a bracket of Zillennial theme songs, uh, just like for the audience to have their words. Because, um, you know, we get a lot of hate for our opinions sometimes, Nicole. Democracy is important. You so know? I'm giving democracy inspired by uh, Asian narcissist Kevin. Uh, who does hottest supreme justice, hottest uh, political people, politicians of all varieties. So he inspired me to do some Instagram polling. Uh, Right now we're at the elite eight. Feel free to follow me out with the fleep and cast your votes for um, it's our Zillennial theme song bracket was busted very early on. Um, I know how rude our podcast takes. Um, And uh, we're going to be doing more Scooby snacks and chats. I want to get another medium. uh, Sorry, not medium made me. That's a future plug. Uh, we're not ready to release those yet, but another CSA play day in the works um, and uh, do more fun stuff. Uh, if you have ideas for what we should be doing on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, feel free to tweet at me or uh, at Brazil Dragon Pod or email me Felipe at BrazilianDragonPodcast.com. Plus over on the What You Doing feed, which we got to get Nicole back on sometime. To I'm ready. Superb. Um, we have finished season two. We did Roller Coaster the Musical. And we did our season two of uh, Phineas and Ferb Survivor Brand Steel drafting uh, for Survivor Mango Chutney versus Blood versus Water. It's going to be Australian Survivor themed. Who will win? Team Mango Chutney, which is Navi's tribe. Uh, Team Blood, which is Will's tribe. Or Team uh, Water, which is my tribe. Um, Navi stole my son, Nosy. So I'm personally rooting for Mango Chutney. But um, she also has, uh, I will tweet the cast out. We're going to get that recorded sometime soon. Will's in Germany, so we might not all be able to make it just because. Good and talk, Will. Yes. If anyone's in Germany, tell Will recommendations at Davis, Will on Twitter. And finally, my pop culture plug, because Navi bullied me to watch it, is Succession, which is enjoyable. <gasps> I still love disagree with Navi's take that it's better than Better Call Saul. Uh, and I'm only judging it based on uh, one and a half seasons of both. But uh, apparently season three is the bees knees the bomb.com so we'll see maybe my opinion will change um and i'm excited to find out more uh, i can empathize with broken boy kendall roy um <laughs> at times not everything he does but he like thank he's god such a, he's such a sad boy and it makes me sad uh because i feel that his story has been relatable to me lately and media meets oh. me where you are to quote my dad josh wiggler um anyways nicole do we have a hashtag for this episode? Hashtag mental health matters. Period. Sixteen. Um, 16. Hashtag 16. period tracker. Set. Oh, you ruined it. Okay, never mind. Uh, I am going to high school musical film roast tonight with Sarah. Uh, I love that. And I'm excited. I don't think I don't think I'm mentally stable enough if they're going to hurt my feelings about this movie, but I'm excited to go. Um. So with You're that being said, brave. Nicole, um, Obrigadero for joining me today, everyone. And until next time, see you later.
baby.